the wait is over. Trek Off the Motion Picture is coming to the big screen in the Washington, D.C. area. Sunday, June 5th, 2015 at 5.15 p.m. at the AFI Silver in Silver Spring, Maryland. That's right, the feature film based on this podcast, possibly the first full feature film adaptation of any podcast ever, Trek Off the Motion Picture. Check out our trailer at trekoffmovie.com. Now, if you're at Awesome Con that same weekend, and if you can't make our movie on Sunday, no problem. Saturday night, we're having a special exclusive Awesome Con screening of Trek Off the Motion Picture at 8 p.m. We're doing our live show on Friday at Awesome Con at 9.45 p.m., kind of right after Kevin Smith. So go to awesomecon.com for details about that, and go to fantasticdc.com for tickets to our world premiere of Trek Off the Motion Picture Sunday, June 5th at 5.15. We're going to have DVDs there, guys, so you want to be there june 5th warning the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language that means explicit content and the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of geeks radio or the individual hosts so don't get mad it's just a show it's time for trek enterprise double d Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today, um, today, we, uh, may the may fourth, the fourth be, with be with you, man. Although, I don't know that people will be listening. Like, I don't know if we're going to be. No, <laughs> It might no, be kind of yeah, weird because hey, it'll be like in the May past. the 14th be with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars month, man. So, you know, <laughs> we're recording it. this on, on the illustrious Star Wars day. Um, big news cycle. Uh, this week, uh, I'm just gonna just plunge right in. I'm gonna plunge right in. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna like. I. I am going to Gonzo porn it right in. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. It means I'm going to plunge in with no backstory. Um, oh. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this is from the Philly Philadelphia Inquirer. It's like the Washington Post or L.A. Times of Philadelphia. It's like it's like the Philadelphia paper. This is the paper for Philadelphia. Um, and this says the fourth is strong with these Star Wars fans. Um, and uh, I'm going to fuck this up. Uh, but this is, oh, no, this is by Jeff. No, I'm not because different name. This is by Jeff Gamage, uh, the <laughs> staff writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. And it says, um, among other things, uh, South Jersey truck driver Michael Fright plans to celebrate by watching the fir- first six movies back to back. Bucks County accountant Carl Cardazzo will take the day off of work, going in search of collectible newly on sale fi- figures of Boba Fett. Harvard professor Cass Sunstein attempts to travel to the purest planet in the galaxy, Dagobah, at least in his mind. It's gorgeous <laughs> there, he said. And he should know. On Wednesday, that being today, these fans will join thousands of others, film buffs, academics, nerds everywhere, to observe an unofficial but hugely popular national holiday, Star Wars Day, which is today. By the way, everyone out there, I hope you had a good Star Wars Day. Yeah. That, that's May 4th, as in May the 4th be with you. Now, I'm going to stop there. Um, for a second, because uh, I um, uh, occasionally uh, might be found working in the healthcare field, and occasionally I might have contacts with like patients, and I may have had a patient at one point who was in kind of a bad mood, and we got into talking about what was going to happen the next day, and I said, "Oh, it's uh, tomorrow, Star Wars Day," and, and they went Star Wars Day, and I said, "Yeah, it's May the Fourth be with you," and I've never seen a face light up, someone who had never heard that joke before. Like, like, like just, just total, like giant smile, <gasps> big smile. Um, see? And, it, and that just see? made it all better. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the first celebration is said to have taken place in Toronto in 2011 when a theater scheduled uh, tribute films and cons- costume contests, though fans have been honoring the day at least since the advent of the World Wide Web. Now Star Wars Day is getting as big as, well, Star Wars. Companies like Xbox, Amazon, and PlayStation hold special sales. Sports teams, minor and major, use the days to mash cultures and draw customers. The meme-filled takeover of the internet has become a tradition. Last year, astronauts aboard the International Space Station noted the day by watching one of the movies identified by fans as Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Let's stop for a second. <laughs> if... I mean, I know that The Force Awakens was coming out. Maybe they wanted, maybe they had like led up to that. They like, they'd watch like four, five, six, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to go watching it in release order to get ready for Force Awakens. Yeah. But maybe don't advertise <laughs> <laughs> that on Star Wars Day, that on Star Wars Day, um, that you're watching with the one of the prequels. Now, look, Star Wars Episode Three. I put it out there as my third favorite Star Wars film, but I'm very aware of the fact that I now fourth after because of Force Awakens. I'm very aware of the fact that it's not very popular, right? Like, <laughs> and like, it's not the thing you advertise all all around town. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's like, or you know, to the planet from space. Right, um, you know, like just because that's so gargantuan, like maybe, you're, maybe like, don't lead with on that. the fucking space station in space, like that's like, and you want that's what you like. I think the only thing that would have been worse is if they had been watching one or two. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, no. It, we're we're watching the Star Wars Clone Wars movie. Oh my god, no! Yeah, that would have been the worst thing they could have. We're said, watching easily. the second Ewok TV movie. It's <laughs> I didn't we're gonna even see that. But we're I gonna follow it up by a couple of episodes of droids. <laughs> Goodness gracious! So basically, we're just gonna watch all of the bad Star Wars yes. today. Then we're gonna play Star Wars Connect for the first time. I'm sure it's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> I've never played. Have you played it? I have, and you know, there's like one. It, there's one part of the game that's okay because you can be the rancor and smash stuff, and that's kind of fun. And you can make the rancor dance, and there's things like that. But there's no by like, and lar- lightsaber fighting awesomeness. I by and like large, that's... everything that you would have wanted that game to be is just absolutely not there. And why the fuck did the Wii, the original Wii, never come out with a Star Wars game? I just put that out there for a second for one hot right, second. Right, like you've got a fucking, you've got a the the the, the lightsaber. You know, a it's lightsaber a lightsaber in your hand. <laughs> like, come on, like, like, it's like ripe for it. Like ever since 1977, when somebody picked up something of of that like of that size and the way that fits in your hand, it's either to do lightsaber or to fuck yourself with. It's really that's <laughs> <laughs> really just those two items. Yeah, seriously. Or fucking yourself with a lightsaber. Which Though is I think dangerous. that's probably dangerous. I wouldn't it's recommend. It's very it. dangerous. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Don't try that at home. Because but seriously, because I'm sure the people have used it for the other thing. So why would they not have made a Star Wars game? Out of out of the the Wii control. I yeah, don't that does that does seem like or even and I know this didn't catch on as much, but the PlayStation Three they had remember the Move. I don't. They were like those little the little because I had those. I like those. They work. Shut up. Um, uh, <laughs> again, you could to- that would be perfect for using as a lightsaber in a um, like realisticy kind of a way. Well, and they tried to do it in fucking games, right? Like the Star Wars arcade game or the new, by the way, if you haven't played it, the Star Wars like arcade pod game is fucking great. 
Um, I have. Oh, so you have to like go to like a Dave and Buster's or something to play that. Yeah, and it's there, and and you go in and and like you sit in like this little pod, and the scream like arcs around you. What? And it's in surround sound. What? Yeah, it's really great. Um, oh wow! And are, so way, is it is, a, is it like a like fight like 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 it's a flight simulator almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah! Yeah, oh, it's awesome. Man, I need to do that for sure. <laughs> Does you, you, have you done Battlefront? Absolutely, I have Battlefront. Absolutely. So, Dude, so do I. I've, I have never... the fucking special edition. So do I. PlayStation I Four Battlefront package. So Darth I, I have. I have the same thing, and I've done the training missions, and I haven't really had time to do anything else. Um, is there a solo like dogfight, like Death Star battle in Battlefront? Um, not when I played it, but they're probably um, release some download content. Like I was planning to try to play some tonight. Um, in you know celebration. I played some today. Yeah. Um, I just haven't yet. Because you know, Mr. Ace. Because it would seem again that would be that that would be the one flying thing. Like it's great that they have Beggars Canyon, but it would seem like the the place you'd want to be would be. You yeah, know. I mean, they do have uh, like if you go online, like because I did do one like online flight um fight, but that was like oh, just over a planet. Yeah, like it wasn't. Huh. Anyway, so, let me, let me I mean, on. it was fun or whatever. It's that you know, but um. At least the one that I did, I don't feel like it captured. Like I think the best flight simulator that I remember playing, um, and it made me feel like I was in Star Wars. Like it wasn't a Star Wars game, but it made me feel like I was in Star Wars. Was um, uh, and had Mark Hamill in it actually. <laughs> um, oh, Wing Commander. Wing Commander. Yeah. Well, the, um, around I, the I, same time as Wing Commander, there was also the X Wing and Tie Fighter games for PC, which were great. And honestly, the original like vector um, Star Wars game that was in arcades. You know the where where you were just like the lines of the X. yeah sure um, like because I just I feel like the two main things when playing Star Wars to me anyway that seem like the the most fun thing to do is either the you know space dog fighting or fighting with a lightsaber right like yeah. those are the main ones and the and arcade game that you I liked play Masters for like of Terrascosti do... I know people gave it a lot of shit but I fucking loved that game which one. Masters of Terrace Kasi because it was just like a fighting game, but like I, with lightsabers and shit. Did you ever play that one? No, and I seen this one on the phone uh, on on the phone too that where like you like you be a Star Wars character and fight. I mean, there's so many it's hard to go through. I'm well, the go one the I've article. seen on the phone looks more like it's a like an RPG where like the fighting's automatic, like you're not doing something. Like oh. Masters of Terrace Kasi. I don't know. I haven't played it, so don't you know like quote me on that or take me to task on that. Like you are wrong, Alexia. But like. Um, Masters of Terrace Kasi was like like Street Fighter with lightsabers. Oh, cool! And I fucking loved it. Like a lot I did of play, I did play enough, a little Soul Calibur Four, where you could where like Darth Vader and, and Yoda showed up. Yes, see, like that Which shit's was cool. awesome in the Soul Calibur. <laughs> anyway, let, let me move on here. Um, uh, back to space. Just watching at Star Wars in space. No big deal. NASA tweeted. Celebrations take place at Disneyland and Walt Disney World now that Lucasfilm Limited is owned by Walt Disney Company. This year in Philadelphia, Standard Tap is holding a galactic pageant where people who dress as Star Wars characters have a chance to win a droid. In this case, it's a Bluetooth-enabled BB-8 from the latest film, The Force Awakens. It could be the droid you're looking for. Ha! Ha! That's awesome. We have one of those. Frankfurt Hall Beer Garden hosts a talk by Star Wars collectibles expert Paul Harrison. A Bar Wars saloon crawl takes place on South Street, and the Fishtown branch of the Free Library welcomes kids for games and crafts. Fucking, I want to move to Philadelphia suddenly. 
Right. Like, it seems like they got a whole lot of uh, Star Wars Days cool shit going on. Yeah, I didn't hear, like, any of this shit happening in D.C. No, I haven't heard anybody, like, tweeting or Facebooking. Now, frankly, I've been been a little busy. Um, Yeah, admittedly, but still, I feel like I would have heard something. Yeah. Um, But every day to me is Star Wars Day, said Fright, the South Jersey trucker. It's one of the first things I think about when I wake up and one of the last things I think about when I go to bed. Fright, the pen name of Walter De Gerolamo Jr., is known for the zoning troubles he encountered while building giant models of Star Wars spaceships outside his house. <laughs> oh, wow, that's amazing. <coughs> He's semi-famous famous as the subject of what might be called the Crying Trilogy. YouTube videos helpfully post, by, helpfully post by his daughter in which watching the trailers for The Force Awakens causes Fright to break down and weep. Seriously. Fright 50 can quote entire scenes of dialogue. When he noticed a minuscule errors of continuity in episode four, A New Hope, he paid to have the film re-edited, creating his own mistake-free movie. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That's a big, like, I, you know what? And what's funny about that is today, um, when I was watching <laughs> The Force Awakens, um, I had this thought because you know how I hate, hate, hate the fucking Finn fighting, you know, the Jedi killer uh, stormtrooper. I fucking hate it. It's unnecessary Traitor! and wrong, and I fucking hate it. Traitor! Um, so I was like, I when it was playing, like, By the I, way, I, side first, note, I thought how, I had two thoughts. How awesome would it be if you were having a disagreement with someone, if you could just yell, Traitor! And pull something out and just start battling them. And just start battling them. Like, that would be great. I dare um, you tomorrow. So to I had that. these and two thoughts when it, like, when it began. Like, you know, followed by my, oh, like, I could just fast forward through it. And I was like, you know, it'd be really great if I could just cut it out. Like, if I could just watch the movie without it, that would be so cool. (laughs) And I wish I had the funds to do what that guy did and and actually have that done. I know why it's in there. Like, like structurally, it's in there so that we can justify Finn being able to even, like, stand toe-to-toe with Kylo Ren for, like, a second. No, because um, I, I think we have that anyway, because I think I think him standing toe to toe with Kylo Ren for like half a second is believable regardless. I think him standing toe to toe with that guy for as long as he does is ludicrous. Yeah, no, I mean I hear you. So I I, I don't disagree. We and we've been down this road. We but, have. Like, so I'm just saying like I don't we don't we absolutely do not need it for the Kylo Ren scene to work. We just don't. It's yeah, no, but but I I but that's why they put it there. I know I know structurally why it's there. I don't ag- I don't agree with the choice, but I know why I know why it exists. Um, and look, that's like that that's few that that's true in a few cases. Um, especially like I I don't think that Force Awakens is a flawless movie. Nor do I think the original Star Wars. The original Star Wars has tons of problems. The oh only sure. Movie, the only but movie like that's- the dif- the difference is you know for for most of the stuff that like bothers me in any of them the ones that I'm, you know, really fond of, and I'm really fond of this one, um, is is things where it's like, well, you didn't really explain that, but I kind of don't care. <laughs> like, so like, like Poe Dameron surviving, like, I kind of don't care. <laughs> like, it's yeah, fine. No, the, the new, the, the, uh, uh, the only Star Wars movie that I think is nearly flawless is The Empire Strikes Back. Like, it just, and, and maybe not best, whatever one you like best is fine, but the only one that has the fewest number of mistakes. Right. Like is the the Empire Strikes Back is whether or not it's your favorite is structurally perfect, right? Except I know what you mean. in retrospect, Luke kissing Leia. Like that's why the is only... that so, why is that structurally a problem? Um, it's I get why stru- it's skeevily a problem where you're like, oh man. Well, that's what I that's but... what I that's what I mean in that in that it's only a problem because of Jedi. There's nothing in 
empire to that indicate makes it a problem. that makes it a problem. So it's not a problem internally, and it's not a problem at the time it was made. But Jedi turns around and goes, yeah, by the way, here's a sure, great idea. Here's the thing, too. Like, I will say this. When she kisses him in that one, like, it's not like she, like, they, you know, do tonsil hockey. Like, she I just I think ki- there's a little bit of tonsil hockey. I think no there's- way. A, oh, no. yeah. I think, I it's think just, that- a, it's an extended peck on the lips is what it is. I, I, it's meant to be a passionate romantic kiss to make Han jealous. And that's exactly how Luke took it. So, I, so listen, whether or not you're skeeved out from her point of view, like from his no, point let of me, view, he's got to, he's got to think back on the erection that he got there. Oh, I and, see what you're saying. And go, all and right, go like, first of all, I didn't see, I, he's lying in a bed and we see his whole body and I didn't see him all of a sudden bone up. Yeah, you're right. That was just his lightsaber. Could you imagine, could you imagine <laughs> if they made that choice? If they were like, <laughs> you know. You know what needs to happen after here? Props. Stop it. <laughs> Props. We just, I don't want to ruin the continuity. <laughs> so I guess, yes, there is one I'm, continuity error in the movie. I'm just saying, stop it. No, I'm just saying that in that moment, like you've kissed family and friends before on the lips like people do it and it's not weird not like or that sexual. i think that agreed you deliberately that the, splitting that the hair. impetus was one that was meant to convey a romantic thing but she was just doing it to be like you know fuck you i like luke better right but, and and he's he like just self-satisfied it. with himself but i don't feel like either one of them like and even when you watch it it's not like you see on either one of their faces like this just crazy passion it's not a matter like, of crazy. Pa- he's I'm not just saying, kind of I, smiling. I am saying, and she's walking away that, with sort you, of a, here's you here's know, smirk the, here's on her the face. only reaction there that I'm okay with. The only reaction there that I'm okay with is the is is the Lorraine McFly reaction after right. after she kisses, like kisses kissing Marty. Kissing my brother. Yeah, that's the only reaction that's okay. I see what like, you're saying. Like if, that, if it had been more like that, well, you know what? Maybe she was covering it. Maybe it did feel that weird. And they were both just fucking but he, with Han but and you, went with you're it. thinking it from her point of view, and I'm thinking it from his. He wasn't him as well. Maybe he was just like fuck it, like and was just fucking with Han as well. I'm just saying it's possible. Maybe you know, like <laughs> we don't but, know. Like we just know what's displayed. Like maybe he had that thought. Like that was kind of weird. Like I expected that to be like hot, and it kind of wasn't. You know what I mean? From, is that what's that line? Was it from Waynesboro? It goes. It's like it's like having sex with your sister. I mean, sure, she's a nice piece of skirt with all the goods underneath, but it's just not the same. I forget what that's from. <laughs> I, that is not Wayne's World, I, but I don't. But it. But it's funny. <laughs> somebody let us know. It's not my line. It's from a movie. Yeah, I have no um, idea. I don't think I've ever heard that one either. <laughs> that's a first for me. Um. All right. Let me keep reading. Um. Did growing up talking about the guy. Um. The guy who can quote the dialogue. Uh. Fright. Uh. Growing up, he said his father was in a motorcycle gang. The first films provided a framework to help him understand his family's dysfunction. Hearing Darth Vader say, I am your father, that was it, Fright said. I was Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader was my dad. The wordplay that christens the day, may the force be with you, has become part of the lexicon, uttered in one context or another by everyone from Hillary Clinton to Bootsy Collins to Mayor Quimby on The Simpsons. The reason that phrase is so ingrained in the culture, those movies, the franchise, the whole of it, even when we didn't have movies to watch, it was still in our hearts, said Alexia Poe, a 38-year-old actress who lives near Washington. What? 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 <laughs> wait wait what 
Hold on. Who's this lady? Let me read, let me read on. That's the co-host of Trek Off, a podcast devoted to Star Trek, will mark the day by ignoring Kirk and Spock and devoting the conversation to Star Wars. <laughs> what? What? Who's th- how did this happen? This is a surprise to me, this article that I randomly <laughs> pulled up to read. <laughs> Which now, I had not read it until this moment. Now we can't talk about Star Trek today. <laughs> we can't. It's in print that you will ignore Kirk and Spock. Oh, we can talk about next gen. It's fine. <laughs> oh, we can still talk about next gen. Next gen. It's fine. <laughs> so, suddenly we do an entire or an entire episode devoted to Chekhov. Because <laughs> we said and devoted to Chekhov minus any any interactions of any, any kind interaction with, with Kirk. either. Kirk yeah, Spock. no, that's what we do for the rest of the day. Um, wow. So today people are checking out tre- Trek off. Um, they're not going to hear this episode for another, like, like, again, by the time you guys are hearing this, May the 4th is, is in the rear view mirror. We just released right. on May the 3rd, the last episode where we yelled at each other the whole time. That was right. fun, by the way. That was great. That was <laughs> truly, was if you haven't listened to that one, when you're done listening to this one, go listen to that one. Cause that one is, is mind blowingly intense. Fiery. <laughs> I listened to it a little bit afterward and I was like, we're, we're talking about a, a TV show. And one that doesn't exist yet. I know. And we're so heated about it. That's the thing about geeks, though. That's how we do, right? Like, I have been in many um, a just as heated conversation sure. about, like, some episode of Star Trek or or the Star Wars movie or, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just we're passionate about that shit, you know? <laughs> like, we have opinions and we're sort of vociferous in the way that we are ex- expressing our thoughts on them. Not us. Not no, us. never us. So, uh, so what was it? Uh, so, I guess we'll stop there and we'll go back, jump back into the article. Uh, uh, five minutes ago, uh, what was it like doing the uh, doing the interview? What was? How did that all happen? And and tell me about the whole interview process. Uh, it was pretty cool. Like I, I got an email from the guy, and 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 I, I thought it was it was great that he was, um, you know, making a concerted effort to find some female fans. Um, because they know we're out there, you know what I mean. Like it's not like I'm the only female fan of Star Wars. Uh, uh it's it's just unfortunate that it's a lot harder to to find us. We're not as um, and I'm not sure what the the word is for it, but we're just maybe a little more low key, generally speaking. And by the way, what, I, what what what? Want to also a uh, quick side note: a giant uh shout out and and thanks to my uh to my godfather and Uncle Johnny um for uh for suggesting that we might be good to talk to for this. Absolutely. So yes. Awesome. Anyway, go on. That's awesome. Um so I you know, and I was like, well I got you know some time to chat today. We can, you know, talk and then and then of course I got like ridiculously nervous because I'm like, oh, a paper is gonna call me and ask me stuff. What'll I do? <laughs> because I'm a ridiculous human being, obviously. Um you would never guess that I'm an actor, right? Like who's like I should just be like whatever I get that happens all the time. Um, but like any like any time I've ever been interviewed for anything, be it a show that I was in or or you know just something like this, like about my love for Star Wars, like I get that way because I'm a very silly human being. Um, and yet this is, I mean, I mean a lot of the time because I because I generally lead the conversations that we have here on Trek Off, and often it is me interviewing you about your opinions. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I guess it truly, I never really it, thought about it like it that. Often is like I, I jump in and I'm like, "Hey, here's what happened. What do you think of that?" And then and then we go from there. Um, last last week was not that, so it's no. not always that. But it's no. but it is often like I go, "Hey, here's the list," and I read something and then I ask you what you think, and then you're very very articulate to the point where we've done like a hundred plus shows. So like you know, you're actually really good at it. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I guess. It's the difference is it's like we're friends and we're talking about some shit that we both like. So there's not like there's some level of pressure when when somebody who is going to then go off of like because as, as though people can't listen to all the Star Trek talk that we've had on the numerous episodes of Trek Off that exist. Um, so it's not like I'm a thousand of, plus downloads. Just right? Saying. It's not like I'm afraid of my viewpoints getting out. Um, it's more like um. And I remember actually when we first started this, do you remember I was a little bit scared that I was just going to sound stupid? That I was you remember just the first be... couple episodes, like you would listen to them and you wanted me to like go through and delete like like this line or that line? And right? Then, like, yeah, I remember by that. By episode like, four, Here's I was like, thing. listen, fucking, I'm, I'm not, not doing, doing it. I'm not yeah, doing you're that. like, I'm not doing that. It takes a long fucking time. <laughs> yes. You were like, so you're just going to need to learn to get okay with the fact yeah. that I'm Which not going to fucking do that. Which you did. Um, and I did. I think, and, and it's, so now it's just like, you know what? I accept that my, my viewpoints change over time. You know, that I'm a living, breathing, growing human being. Um, so that doesn't mean that just because two years ago I said something or, or, you know, right after we saw Into Darkness, I thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread and then was like, well, maybe not. Um, like, it's okay, like, to be that way. But I, I guess there's some other element, like, when it's an other, a person I don't know at all. Um, and it's not like I'm just, like, at a place and, like, another random geek, you know, says something. And, and apparently I have no compunction at all in that scenario. Like, whether they were talking to me or not, frankly, to be like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, what? And, like, just, just fucking go into it, like, really loudly and vociferously stating my opinion. It's just fine for me to do that. But with it's, like, this construct of it's an interview uh all of a sudden i'm like <laughs> i'm sorry how are silly. you <laughs> you just want to use that sound bite over and over again i wasn't listening <laughs> you do that really clearly for me please fuck you i would like to submit <laughs> suck a bag of dog dicks all right so here's the thing here's I, what's funny about this interaction that just happened is we just pretty much did a scene from our film because there is a scene in our <laughs> film true. where you do a thing that's funny and I go, I'm sorry I didn't hear you. And your reaction is, is I would like to submit, suck a bag of dicks. That's why I felt I had to change it up, you know, because I've already said that one. So. Oh, I just happened to bring one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Wait a minute. Why are the dicks barking? It's kind why are of they weird. the bat? Okay, sorry. Watch our movie when it comes out really <laughs> No, yeah, we're soon. not going to do this. Yeah, really, really? soon. Soon. Really, really. I just want to say, maybe, maybe keep the weekend. I don't know when Awesome Con is in Washington D.C., which is going to be maybe, maybe the third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, maybe on those days, you just want to maybe keep your 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 if you're like within a couple hours drive of the D.C. area, maybe a good idea to keep those days open. Just saying. Just saying. Um, now here's the thing. I'm being all vague now. So right before this this uh, podcast, we had we had. I'm really stressed out today and we had like a kind of stressed out conversation about how and when to announce it. And so now I'm being a little vague in what I'm saying, fully forgetting that we're releasing this episode in 10 days, at which point I will probably have like a header and a footer at the beginning and end of this episode saying very specifically. (laughs) 
what the days are going to be because 10 days from now we're going to know. So I like this part of me does want to edit in that does want to edit like, hey, be sure to come and see us on June. (laughs) So, oh my God, wait. No, you have. I'm to not do doing that. it because I don't have like, the time. You have to. I know that it's harder to edit edit episodes. I will forget. You have I, to do that. I, I will. I will. I would totally forget. No, no, you guys. You guys. You just our our audience has imagination. They can just imagine the comedy. We don't even have to do it anymore. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's all on you guys. You got this, right? <laughs> yeah, you guys. Good. Like seriously, we work hard enough for you. <laughs> you do the. In fact, we're not going to release a show for like three weeks. But like ten days from now, imagine a really good one. <laughs> Just sit there, take your iPod or your just, iPhone just, yeah, or whatever like, it is. Just iPod, find a yes. Quiet spot, sit yes. down, and imagine a conversation just pop for it in. roughly 45 minutes. Aren't we funny? We're so good. It's probably better than the ones we really do. All right, here we go. Um, <laughs> but why, going back to the article, but why does the holiday exist? Why is there a day for Star Wars when there's no Jurassic Park Day or Hunger Games Day? Because it's awesome and full of mysteries and fun, and because it is handed down from one generation to another, Sunstein said. Before joining Harvard's law school, he ran the White House Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs. His books include Why Societies Need Dissent, Risk and Reason, Safety, Law, and the Environment, and this month, The World According to Star Wars. The new book examines what Star Wars teaches us about constitutional law. He's, He's to talk about the book at the National Constitution Center on June 13th. Star Wars has been become America's unofficial national myth, and the world celebrates along with us, Sunstein said in an email. People who love Star Wars love it together, he said. It's, a natural, it's natural they want a special day. That's why Sunstein is headed for his private Dagobah, a place of swamps and forests that served as a refuge for Yoda during his exile, and where Luke Skywalker received advanced training in the ways of the Force, according to the ultimate source, Wikipedia. Hold on. Really? Really? Like, like, I guess this guy has to has to look that up. But like, 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 do we not all know this? <laughs> right. I mean, maybe not the name. Here's the thing. Maybe not. If we were to go the swamp Yoda swamp planet, like, I guess. Yeah, most they may people not, would but know. not. Maybe not everybody knows it's, that's. Called yeah. OK. Again, that, and that's me being being a, a shitty geek fan, because I'm sure if I went up to like 90 percent of my people in my work and we're like, hey, what's Dagobah? They go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you really think so, though? I'm not well, so sure. These are the people at my work. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I mean, like, uh, I'm just like, like legitimately, like just like random people, you like, on the I street. think most people wouldn't I don't know, know, know that it would be. I think them. most people should we go to a survey? We should. I, I, I feel Hi, we, like this the, is a very, we should wear like really businessy suits. So we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. We have a very important survey to ask you. What is Dagobah? <laughs> Or, we or, or like we should, knock, we should we should knock on <laughs> knock on 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 the doors like we're the Mormon elders. Who, like, oh my I'll be, god! And I'll do it in a, in a, in a, in a short sleeve shirt and a, and a black tie. Um, and, Wait, and, do and, I wear that too? What do um, girls do it? What what are they? What are they? They wear? generally wear nice dresses. They like like okay. are, as so a, it's as a little a, less of a uniform in that way. Like it's, yeah, it's actually it's actually a, a um and and anyone who's listened to the show for a long time knows that that um that a bunch of my friends um are Mormon. And uh, and like two of my groomsmen in my in my wedding were Mormon, and one of them, and I still to this day, and I have actually another very very good friend who's Mormon, and one of them when I was like nineteen, and they were all on their mission. So when you're Mormon, you have to go on a mission for anyone who's seen the Book of Mormon knows this. Um, you have to go on a mission for uh, not have to, but most most like ninety nine percent of people do go on a on a mission to spread the word and and to share the gospel. Um, between the ages of nineteen and twenty one, and those are the the nice young men that you see wearing the short sleeve shirts and the black name tags and the black ties. And walking on the so that's they're the missionaries. Um, and one day, two absolute, absolutely like like drop dead gorgeous 
hotties. Like, knock on my door. Knock, knock, knock. Hello, we're here to share with you the, the, the church. Now, now I, I can tell you, I, I've never had a Mormon woman come knock on my door. Yeah, in I don't think years, I've ever seen one. Like, I don't think the, I've seen one depicted in a movie or and it's, it's, and it's, and it's less my it's, life or It's what less often. You. It's less often. There, there are a lot of them out there. But like the odds of one being the one to knock your door and the odds of them being two and the odds of them being young and the odds of them being super hot. Um, I have heard through the grapevine, I still don't know which one did it, but they all talk to each other, all these friends, because they're all friends with each other. We all went to high school together. And and I've heard through the grapevine that was absolutely suggested when I was 19 to have two Uber hotties show up at my door because I would be more likely to say, yes, I'd love to go see the temple, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I believe that too. <laughs> <laughs> at nineteen, yeah. Now, now, now like I was married a, a year later. Rate, right? <laughs> I was married a year later. Um, but uh, but yeah. So that um, I don't even know how we got. Oh yeah. So Dagobah. Oh, if because we, we should around, do this. So okay. So I wear a nice dress, and, and you wear the the you the, know Mormon the, uh, the kind of uniform. Of but but uniform. I but on the tag, and I have to use like the same lettering. It ju- it just says like 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 searching for Dagobah. It's like, yes. you know, whatever, you know, you know Jedi oh order. God. And this I knock would be them, so great. We Hello, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. And you know, again, every, every Mormon who's ever come to my door is super nice. I mean, they, if they're known for anything. Oh, yeah. Like no, you have to be very, very nice. For super sure. Super, nice, super, like, super nice. More than important. almost like, like as a non-Mormon Christian, which everyone knows that I am, like, like, like often nicer than us. Um, like just super nice. So not not knocking the door and just, just like being super nice back and like, going, yes, I, I was wondering if you could tell us, um. What is Dagobah? What are your feelings about Dagobah? You know, and it would probably be like when they say, what are your feelings about Joseph Smith or something like that? Like, like, what are your feelings about Dagobah? And just the way that, like, watch people react. And I'm sure there are people who go, I already know Dagobah. <laughs> like, oh, well, thank you. Thank oh. you. I'm sorry to have bothered you then. Yes. Um, <laughs> that um, would be really, I'm serious. We should do that. Like, we should plan a day. <laughs> we should do that. Hey, and by the way, side note. Um, and this is me speaking for, for all, all my Mormon, all my Mormon brothers and sisters out there. Listen, um, if these guys come to your door, like be super nice to them. Yeah. Let's just be nice. Like, to them. like anytime they've come to my door, I haven't been, I haven't been horrible to them. I, my, my even, sister has, has tended to want to torture them because she's, um, kind of got a mean streak in her about, uh, religion in particular. And that's the thing. And, but, and I understand there are a lot, there are a lot of people out there who are, who, who, who do and, 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 you know, People have a real problem with people proselytizing, and I get that. Um, but like these guys, one, one, they're super young. Two, they're away from their families, um, and they and they think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, and that's. Not, I think that's why not, I've always not, sort of responded. Really, and they're not really hurting anybody. In fact, I've never heard of them. Those guys ever going out and hurting anybody? Yeah, and, and I've never had ones that have come to my to my door anyway that have been like like where if you just like uh, no thanks. Where the they like that try to persist from, or get, you know what I mean? Who, I, I had a friend who went, uh, who did it um, in East LA is where he, he was from here. And he oh went my to East gosh. LA and just like slamming the doors in his face, threatening him, screaming all day long. And I'm certain that that's what they get here too in the DC. I'm sure that they're like, I'm sure that like 10% of people are, are welcoming and, and want to hear about it. And like, and like. 10% of the, and that, and that like maybe 70% of people are just politely sending them away. That still leaves like 30% of people, um, 
right? No, 20. Like just being nasty to a person's face. A lot of people. I mean, that, that's still a couple of people a day. Like, every single missionary out there has been had their life threatened at one point or another. for doing, And like, that's it's, just it's, wrong. Like, I don't, people I don't, are it, shitty. It's not worth that. Do you know what I mean? And they're like, out there on hot days in the summer, and they and they have to bike around, and they, like, like... And like, and the, like like what you said, like I I had um a, a Mormon uh, friend that I worked with uh, a long time ago, and like they're just they're so happy about their religion, and they just want to share it. Like it doesn't like it's never occurred to me as coming from a place of like oppressively wanting to share their religion, you know, which is why I think yeah. I don't respond so negatively to it. Cause it's like, well, you're not like trying to tell me I'm going to go straight to hell if I don't believe this, like right now today, like they're just so happy and peaceful and they just want you to be too. Like, how can you get mad at someone like that? Like, how could you be yeah. that nasty to someone like that? I don't understand. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, 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 you know, especially, um, to, you know, if I, if I may take a moment to speak to the other Christians who listen to our show, which, by the way, we're nasty. What are you doing? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would listen to our show. I just make it. <laughs> um, uh, um, but what what I what I would say is is that like like it says that you should like the Bible, like comes straight out and says, like, like you, you need to be kind. And and especially to people who are different than you. And he's like, look up the story of the Good Samaritan. It's not just like, hey, be nice to strangers. It's like, be nice to people who who believe differently than you. And if you like feel like, hey, I feel like I should share my faith with 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 the Mormon mission, the perfect. That's a great opportunity to do it. And the way you do it is like the way Jesus would have done it was to be like, hey, are you hot? Have some water. Are you are you cold out there? You want to come in and warm up for a minute? Like that's like 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 are you having a good day? Like that's that's the way you do it. So don't don't be a dick to these guys. That's all. Let me move on. Star Wars. Yes. Um <laughs> And don't be a dick to us when we come knocking on your door asking about Dagobah. Yes, asking about Dagobah. Um <laughs> like cuz we're just doing it out of love. Out so. of love for Dagobah. For Dagobah. Yeah. Um um you know, in Star like, Wars generally. <laughs> uh do do Carl Cardozo doesn't need to travel to celebrate. He his customized Star Wars bathroom is among several rooms in a Southampton home decorated in the theme of the movies. On Star Wars Day, he'll be up at 3 a.m. Pacific uh, midnight Pacific time to try to grab those special Boba Fett items the minute they go on sale online. If he strikes out, he'll head to the Disney store Montgomery Mall to try to buy them in per person. Every day, he said, is like a Star Wars celebration in my house. No word on whether Thursday will be remained re renamed Revenge of the Fifth. <laughs> which of course those of us who are in the know know that it is um yes. <laughs> and now i've and 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 i've i've heard that i've all, all also heard revenge of the sixth which i think maybe works a little better yeah i think it actually does because you have like a day in between and then and it also sounds more like revenge of the sith frankly yes and it's, it's um, much closer like if you're going to do a joke if you're going to do a pun like yeah yeah if you're going to do the pun go go for the but, you but know. it's been revenge of the, it's been like may the fifth has been revenge of the fifth like revenge of the fifth and i i've always felt like this, that's a little sloppy i'm just saying <laughs> that's a little sloppy that's a little sloppy guy we can do better than that hey fandom listen as the archduke of fandom i declare as the archduke <laughs> of fandom i hereby declare so I, I want you to tell the story you told me real quick as we as we get to the the tail end of our episode today. I want you to tell me the story about the moments before you uh, spoke to this person on the phone, um, because because uh, you were very nervous as you told me and so excited and you were calling me freaking out a little bit talking to me first and you're waiting for them to call and then and like and so I had he had emailed me. Um, to say, yeah, I would love to chat with you in like the next 45 minutes or so. And, I, and so I had emailed him back like, sure, that sounds great. I'll keep my phone by me. And like, 
Uh, so I'm literally got my phone in my hand because I'm on the phone with you. When the other line beeps, I'm like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, that's him. I gotta go. Bye. And like, I, I, I hit end on your call. Like, cause you have, you know, when you're on your phone, it says like, end this call and, you know, pick up the next one or whatever. Like, so I press that button and I'm like, okay, ready to go. And my phone crashes. Like, oh, like horribly <laughs> and abysmally. Like, I, and, and the thing is, is it waits like two seconds before it does. Like long enough to tell me that the, the call is connected. And I'm like, hello? 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 And I look at the screen, and it crashes. And I'm like, no! I couldn't believe it. I was like, of all the times, phone, of all the times for you to do this. And, like, my phone in particular, because I have, like, such an old ass, like, iPhone 4. It's, like, not even an iPhone 4S. It's an iPhone 4. (laughs) Like, it's sad like I, I love my phone because the fact that i dropped it off my motorcycle at 50 miles an hour and it still works um which i don't think would happen if i had a newer iphone um speaks volumes but but beyond that like because the the oh the ios is so old and it's so old and like it just it takes like 15 minutes to reboot like and normally and when there. i have to reboot it like i kind of don't it's like okay whatever like i reboot it it's fine just don't look at it because because then you get annoyed right because it's like why aren't you why aren't you working yet why 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 um and so but this time i'm like i keep looking at it like okay anytime fame now. and fortune await me on the other line what are you doing <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even about for me. Like, oh god, that would have been the like if it had been like for some like like it had been like some casting director calling me telling me. Yeah, it's like it's like Paramount Pictures. Pictures, Like Paramount Pictures wants like Trek off to be like unofficial like Paramount release for them, and like they're 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 calling they they've contacted (laughs) you. They're calling to do to talk about that, and because they want to put me in 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 the new Star Trek movie after the one or the new I'm sorry the two Star Trek series. As the captain. No, they and... want to put you in Star Trek Beyond because they've watched it and they're like, ah, it's not appealing to fans. Um, fans are angry after the trailer. We, we, I know who to get. Well, fix it. <laughs> Alexia Poe is the one. Um, and like, that's the, that's the only, that would have, like, I think if I was ever expecting that phone call, like, I would be like, honey, I need to use your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Like, cause he has like that, Wait, and not his phone. I would need, to, I was, honey, I need to use your work phone. I understand. Isn't that how that works? I mean, like right now, like for instance, like we've had technical problems on a few of our episodes. Um, like we've had guests on, and and the technical problems happened. We had a guest on two shows ago. We had some technical problems. Here we are, just you and I reading an article together. Nothing. Right. Like everything will work right. fine until it's absolutely crucial that it works. Right. Until I have told. You know, a reporter who's on a deadline and got stuff to do, like, like I'll have my phone right by me, no problem. You know, not until then, or because we have guests on, or, you know what I mean? Like, that's when my technology is like, nope. That Murphy not is a today. shitty lawmaker. Tell me, right? um, uh, did did you tell him what happened? Did you tell him your tale of woe? Uh, I, I did. I, I was a much more abridged tale of woe than what I just told Whoa, what was that sound? That was the sound of the conversation we were just having being completely derailed <laughs> by the fact 
So it's been like five minutes since we were having that conversation. And the reason is, is as I'm talking about how, ah, nothing, you see, this has been perfect. And you know, that everything goes right until you don't want it to go wrong. And then I smacked my, I opened my hand as I was talking and I smacked my um, audio recorder right off of my desk. And... <laughs> Oh, that's so fucking perfect! Like, and like you and could at that moment, everything went dead. <laughs> Just like, I can't win. I can't oh. win. Um. Anyway, uh, it's so cool that you got to do that, man. That's kind of a cool, kind yeah, of yeah. Cool it was thing. cool. And he was he was a cool dude. Like he was a cool guy. So all um, that so worrying for nothing. Yeah, I mean, certainly. Like, I was. I guess I don't know what I thought it was going to be. Like, I guess you have like, or at least maybe it's just me because I'm fucking psycho. Like, a fear that like they'll they'll be like, oh, she said this, and like it'll be something that really wasn't meant that way, and then they'll say it, and then they'll say, and she's a horrible person, and I can't believe she said this thing. Yeah, the like, the entire focus of the article changes. Yeah, like it changes. This was going to be an article about, about May the Fourth. What a terrible person Alexia is. <laughs> like, like, like the, like the front I'm page. That important, like you pick clearly. up a copy of the Philadelphia Inquirer and it just says "shithead like Star Wars" <laughs> <laughs> in big giant letters, like, 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 like the nine eleven paper or like OJ, OJ convicted or whatever. It just says "shithead like Star Wars." <laughs> it's like seven pages. <laughs> There's a lot going on. We know everything happened with Donald Trump and all the stuff with the elections and he, lots of stuff going to ISIS and here's what's going on and the world still uh, and but we're gonna forget all this today. All of that is nothing compared to the horribleness that is this shithead like Star Wars, Star Wars fan. Like... <laughs> so. <laughs> news at 11 all of a sudden it's on everything it gets picked up by the nas- international right, news it goes all around the world have you heard about this shithead have you heard about this person she's horrible she likes star wars but she likes star wars like, which is fine there are lots of non-shithead who's <laughs> shitheads who like star wars but this one but this one <laughs> like jj abrams and kathleen kennedy from lucasfilm just pop up and go we've decided to stop making star wars movies Stuff. Yeah, the whole world. If shitheads like this, <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that is that is that like you think people would be mad, but everyone's just so spoiled on the Star Wars movie. So after that, like, oh, that shithead, that <laughs> shithead who likes Star Wars. The world ends, and then be, it's decided that like space based movies aren't good, so they cancel Star Trek, <laughs> and then they go all of sci fi. In fact, so all you're left with is like Kim Kardashian with Kim Kardashian. Oh my god, and, like, no, stop! That's hell. That's what hell looks like. Yeah, everything, everything. Is, it's like it's like Kim Kardashian and transporter movies is all that they make from now on. <laughs> Kim Kardashian is the transporter the five. Trans- oh my god! <laughs> could you imagine? Could you? I guess I could see it in my head. And, and they, so but funny. but what they do is they still have a male actor doing it, but they use that yeah. technology they use to put Jason Statham's face on everybody in that commercial. <laughs> Except this time, it's Kim Kardashian's face and butt placed <laughs> on every character in the movie. <laughs> and and it's like all the fighting. It's like when Arnold has to fight Arnold. It's just Kim Kardashian is everybody in the transporter. <laughs> And, and when everybody th- and it makes and it and it becomes the number one grossing movie of all time because it's the only movie that gets released like ever again, and and people <laughs> are like and people are nobody's upset about it. They're like, well, 
you know, I just can't like any of that stuff anymore because that shit had like Star that Wars. They talked about the Philadelphia Inquirer. <laughs> if only she had done a better interview. Yeah, if only everything she would have been better. So horribly, maybe we'd still have good movies to watch. No, damn no. her. <laughs> it's all over. It's all over. And it goes into music too. So only Kim Kardashian is now recording albums now. <laughs> but. She's very busy. And and the thing is is that is that because like it's not just that she's recording the only albums, but she replaces every member of every band. Um and she goes back and they they pull they 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 like pull all the albums that have ever been released. And so it's like all the Queen songs now sung by Kim Kardashian. No, 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 no. Like everything you ever liked, Cindy Lauper replaced. No. They they redub all of Gem of the Holograms. No, 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 the humanity. Like on DS Nine, they start calling them the Kardashians. No, 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 no. That's an easy fix. (laughs) No, 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 no. And what they do, the way they fix that is they just redub every time they say Kardashian. The bad way I talked about earlier in this podcast. So it's like, we have to oh, go out yeah. and find that Kardashians. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's really horrible. It's horrible. In fact, you do they, it. They You're clearly the just, do it. They've clearly it's, just added just a shh every, every time. time. Every time anyone says Kardashian, they've just said a shh. <laughs> I, really I, I just watched Clerks the other day too and there's like the, a line in there that Mr. A is like I really I feel confident that that, that was actually um, the guy playing Randall uh, uh, dubbing the voice like I could hear it in like because the guy's back sure. is to the camera and I'm like really I never noticed that before <laughs> Scott Mosier is in that movie like a hundred times by the way it's really Oh, funny. I know. I saw looking at the cre- like what's interesting is I'd never like the first time I'd ever seen that film, um it was before um I had ever made any films myself. Um like, you know, like of that nature where it's just like, you know, like in our movie, like where it's just you and me and like, you know, our small gram of like group of people um that are doing all of the things, right? Like <laughs> Five million times, like you edited it, you directed it, you you know what I mean. Like, but here's, but here's like Scott Mosier, who like like who's the producer for Kevin Smith for like the first five Yusku films. Scott Mosier, um, without a beard, is the guy up on the roof playing yep. uh playing yep, hockey. Play, I saw and that. He yells, playing the he, he yells down to the ground. He yells at the guy on the ground. At him, the, at the guy Adams that is guy, him down at the ground. He's also him with a beard. Yes. On the ground. <laughs> That's so great. Like, so it was really cool actually watching the credits for that film and being like, that's, that's awesome. Like I, (laughs) I've, I know what that looks like. (laughs) That's really cool. Like if you, I felt a little closer to the movie than I had before. (laughs) My love for you is like a truck berserker. Would you like some making fuck berserker? Did he just say making fuck? (laughs) I don't know, man, but that guy's a character. It's movie. so good. It really is. It's so good. And Clerks 2 is also so good. See, I don't think I ever actually saw Clerks 2. Oh, you should watch it. It's free. It's out there. It's really it's good. It? And the last scene of Clerks 2 is the reason all of Endlight exists. So Really? Yep. Well, then clearly I have to watch it. Yep, you should watch it. It's really and it's got it's 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 not as classic as Clerks. Um it even has a couple of missteps, but it's when it hits, it hits so the lines in it are are I mean it's 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 so awesome. 
So it's huh. like, just, and some of it's so like, like there's a point. And this is in in the trailer where uh where uh Jay is clearly just wrote the words words eat pussy along the side of of the movies where they all work. He's just written eat pussy, and then uh and then um Jen Schwabach looks over at him and just like ah, and he just looks at him and goes, we totally do. It's just so well. Everything he does is so well delivered. It's perfect. Anyway, he's uh, a, he's a funny dude, no doubt. Um, but bring uh, it back to Star Wars real quickly because yeah. I didn't, I didn't, we didn't. This guy wrote a book. There was this guy that was referenced in the article that wrote a that that's right. Yeah, the guy book. who used to work for the White House. Yeah, I closed the articles closed, but yeah, but yeah, like about like how it relates to the that's fucking awesome. How it relates to the Constitution. That's really fucking cool. <laughs> like, I gotta there's say. there's tons that so 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 for now. I mean, I do um, have the Star Wars Shakespeare. I do. Like, I, I have that too, and I've and I've read it. I actually took the time to read it. And if you ever get a chance to see the one man Star Wars trilogy, also fucking brilliant. Where it's just one guy who performs the entire Star Wars trilogy in an hour. What? Yep. It's incredible. On um, like YouTube or something. I've never heard of this. You could probably YouTube it. Look up one man Star Wars trilogy. Huh. Um, but uh, but um, to all of you out there, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. Now, you're getting this 10 days later, so just go out and like do something Star Warsy right now. Maybe you didn't get a chance to do anything on the fourth. Here's your chance. Force Awakens is out there. If you didn't buy it, why? Um, You should rent it. Um, (laughs) If you didn't buy it, I bought it twice. Buy it. Fucking (laughs) fucking Rebels is incredible. And and if you have an opportunity to see like- Can I watch that without having watched the horrible Clone Wars? First of all, you don't know whether or not the Clone Wars are horrible. I do. I saw that horrible movie. All right, so that's like saying that's like saying you saw the first three episodes of season one of Next Gen and decided what the show was going to be like. Yeah, but I like the first three episodes of Next Gen. Um, like the Clone Wars movie good. was horrible. Yes, the Clone Wars they 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 course correct they they course correct within the first season and it's incredibly course correct. I mean, it's 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 the unfortunate truth is that it's a show that they. The, the, we talked a while back about about first seasons of shit and how first seasons of shit sometimes time to get their footing. Sometimes you have to have made the show for a little bit to figure out what the show is, if sure. that makes sense. Like yeah. fucking, I wouldn't want to judge what our show is now based on our first three episodes. Um, like like you, sometimes sometimes, and our show didn't change that much. But some shows are like like I try and listen to old Howard Stern like from the early years, and it's so different than what I like. That I, really? I kind of can't listen. Yeah, um, like sometimes a show needs time to discover what the characters are and who they should be, and and I think that 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 especially with Ahsoka, they didn't realize what they had, and what they realized is they they could take her spunkiness and her her youthful optimism and all that shit that they have, and like oh shit, what if you take that and you just disenchant her constantly, and what what happens when the when the spunky hey sky guy. Um, teenager um, who believes just blindly that everything she and the Jedi are doing are right. What happens when she, because really what the prequels are the story of is, is the Jedi's hubris, right? I mean, that's, that's, if you got, get down to what Lucas was trying to do, if a better director could have done it way better was the whole idea was that the Jedi, um, the Jedi had so much hubris. They thought they were so right all the time. They got themselves, they, they got themselves clouded to what was happening in the dark side and and that is what caused e- even more than Palpatine himself the fall of the Jedi. The Jedi had no place in a war, and it goes back to the biggest problem that you ever have from from that you can really have from Obi Wan's Kenobi 
Obi-Wan Kenobi's first introduction in A New Hope, which is he was a general in the Clone Wars. And the Yoda that you meet in Empire Strikes Back should have nothing, and everything he's saying should have nothing to do with being a general in the Clone Wars. That the Jedi way should not involve be be should not involve being a general in a war. And that's what happens um, in it, that does happen in the prequels, but it's it's you, you have to kind of know that. And then once you watch them, go, you go, oh, that's what is going on here. And that's the, I mean, that I definitely got in some inkling, like not having watched the Clone Wars or even, you know, through our discussions or whatever, like that in the, the prequels that part of why things happened the way they happened, like the balance that was brought was because they had is that they had indeed like kind of become too like. They 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 Big, became they, they, they became become, they, they became they had, the the ends to them justified any means eventually yeah like, like they had they knew yeah, they shouldn't be their, doing the shit that they're doing yeah but they keep doing it but they keep because doing they're like it. we can't let the bad guys win so this is our best way to beat the bad guys so we're just going to morally compromise and morally compromise and morally compromise right. and morally compromise well that compromise is ha- is 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 seen over the course of the Clone Wars show through the eyes of Ahsoka a lot of the time. So, so spoiler alert, um, somewhat, uh, Ahsoka ends up not being very happy with the Jedi. Um, hmm. and, and yeah, but spo- you also said that that show like just ends because they just canceled it and I hate that shit. Like, yeah, except, except that everything that's left hanging by the end of the show is resolved in rebels. Okay. Again, spoiler alert, but like there are. That there are, you know, in fact, not even spoiler. Like we all know that Ahsoka's in Rebels, like she's on the posters, and we all know that Rex, Captain Rex from the Clones, is in Rebels. He's on the posters for Rebels. You can't go into a Disney store without seeing that. So, like, like, and what did that mean? And that's a great question that they raise in Rebels. Is is you get to like Captain Rex in Clone Wars? He becomes a character you really like. What happened to him during Order sixty six? You know, that's that's like and you don't ever get you wanted to see that in Clone Wars and you never get to see that in Clone Wars because they cancel it. But then they go to Rebels. He's an old man and they 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 let you know what happened. And then he becomes an incredible recounted at least. So, you know, what happened. and then he becomes a really incredible part of Rebels where where nobody likes him. He's a clone. Everybody. And he's a good guy. But everybody is pissed at him. In the just because he's a clone. Well, because what do the clones do? The clones turned around and killed all the Jedi. And he yeah, has man, to work. I get that. And he has to work with Kanan, like the last Jedi. So, yeah, Clone, Clone Wars is definitely worth it. So watch that. Watch Rebels. Watch. Go watch A New Hope. If you're like fuck all the all the sequels, all the prequels, and I just I like my original Star Wars. Go watch that. But may the force, may the force, but, but may, may the, the force be with you. Be with you. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Don't turn us off yet. Wait, because we have one more thing to tell you. Listen, I know you're on your iPhone or on some kind of thing that you're listening to us on. You can just jump over right now to iTunes and give us an, a five-star review, right? Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Trekoff and like the page there. Do both of them. It helps us. And subscribe to us because then you can hear us every week. Um, and then finally, go to FantasticDC.com. If you want to come see our show, if you're in the D.C. area or anywhere nearby, come see the premiere of Trek Off the Motion Picture at uh, the AFI Silver on June 5th at 515. If you're at AwesomeCon, go to Awesome. Con.com and check out how to see us there on Friday night at 945 and Saturday night at 8. Thank you so much for listening to the show and trek off. <laughs>